Hello and welcome to Euphoria, the podcast all about the great glam and garish from Eurovision past. My name is Roland Bodnam and as ever I am joined by a woman who, despite there not being a winner on the show last night, I certainly felt like a winner being in her company, albeit virtually, it's Isabel <laughs> Chillman! Yay! Happy... Eurovision Boxing Day. Oh, it always comes around every year and you feel so... Hungover. Sad, hungover <laughs> and uh, <laughs> reflective. Even more so this year than most. But uh, yes, I'm feeling quite hungover, Isabel. Oh my God, yeah. It wasn't a real Eurovision, but this is real, this is real pain. <laughs> oh, I think we're both oh, experiencing. Dear. Yeah, I, I definitely posted a couple of embarrassing... Instagram stories <laughs> plus Twitter and then I went on Twitter yes uh, uh, that made me laugh one of the best things was waking up this morning <laughs> seeing Roland's um, series of drunk tweets about Eurovision 2016 oh, and halfway yeah. through seeing a response from one of our lovely listeners that said this is why Isabel doesn't let you tweet out of the Euphoria account <laughs> It was so true, so very true. Yes, I accidentally it is exactly did a, why. Did a poll, but I will say I made the excellent decision because I'm over here in New York, and the actual uh, EBU and BBC programming ended. Oh, I couldn't tell you what time it actually ended, but it, there was plenty of evening left over. So I just thought, oh, I'll just pop on Eurovision 2016 from beginning to end on YouTube and watch the whole thing. <laughs> It was amazing. It was so nice. good, mate. And I honestly, I, despite me being drunk at the time, I do agree with that tweet that I think it's the best uh, Eurovision ever. Oh yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's definitely up there. Unrivaled. Sure. But it was a lovely. I had a lovely evening doing that. I I got my absolute maximum fill of uh, Eurovision. Good last stuff. Night. Yeah. Yeah. It's me, myself, and Roland both watched the um, the Beebs, um programming yesterday evening including the ebu show that was on and we facetimed for most of it didn't we yes um which was which was great because it was just nice having this was the first first of my first ever eurovision on my own yeah yeah ever yeah. just ever. sat at home on my own so i had on a glittery dress i got dolled up a little bit i drank a bottle of prosecco in the form of aperol spritzes to myself roland drank a lot of elderflower <laughs> spritzes spritz. that were basically pure booze now. Yeah, because I found a recipe that instead of doing adding sparkling water, you just add a shot of gin. <laughs> <laughs> and then, the, but then also the elderflower, elderflower wasn't cordial. Yeah, it was Saint Germain. It was Saint Germain, which is liquor. Yeah, and then uh, and then just Prosecco pure booze for But Roland. it tastes so, so good. <laughs> you were well sourced last night. I was hammered. I went to sleep so late in the end oh. and I did not sleep well. Well, no, I slept well, but then woke up really early because I'm an early bird. Oh, yeah. And then felt rough, rough. this yeah. morning. Real rough. I did not. Uh, yeah, I did not feel very, very good at all. But uh, these things happen. But we're not here to talk about our hangovers. No. We're here to talk about the night that was that wasn't. Yeah. If that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, it was, uh, so obviously the EBU broadcast their own uh, show, which weirdly was live, 
um, their show called um, Europe yeah. Shine a Light. Uh, and then that was sandwiched uh, in between two BBC shows. The first was a... I, I think that was live as well, because I think Graham just jumped from one studio to another or did it in his home or whatever. Um, so Graham Norton hosted a show where we voted on the greatest Eurovision song ever, which, of course, went to Abba's Waterloo. Uh, of sorry course. for spoilers. And then afterwards, there was a... a a show that actually I think t- tonally was the best of the night, which was uh, yeah, Rylan Clark's A to Z of Eurovision as well. Should we start? Do we uh, do we want to go into like in depth specifics, or should we pull out some highlights? Things no, that we enjoyed? I think we pull out highlights, mm. uh, highlights, lowlights. Okay, <laughs> or highlights in general review. In fact, beginning general review. I fully agree with what you've just said. I think. The, the 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 initial Beeb programming of um, voting for the best Eurovision song was great because it was just loads of really good Eurovision yeah, songs. Yeah, it was. And actually quite a few that I wasn't expecting to be in there because they let the fans choose which ones they wanted to have. So Loik was there, which was amazing. Um, so that was a real fun, fun, fun ride. Just a f- absolute banging Eurovision mm, tracks. Mm, mm, yeah. The Ryland show was great. The amount of in-depth insight into different people. Dima was mentioned <laughs> repeatedly. Our love Valentina uh, got a, got got a mention in there as well. It was it covered all the highs and lows of Eurovision. Very funny. I love Ryland. We were talking quite drunkenly last night about how he's probably going to end up taking the mantle over from Graham, in, not for another like twenty years, yeah, mind, but. but- at some point, he'll he'll be the next one to take that. Um, You'd hope so. Take over presenting duties, hosting duties, and then in between, there was the EBU show, and it was um, it was an experience. Yeah, yeah. There was. I don't really know <laughs> what we you know what we were saying yesterday was that or what I was saying yesterday was that absolutely absolutely all content put out at the moment you know my job is working in content and everything we do has to be very sensitive to the current situation of course eurovision the show that they put on yesterday the ebu had to be very sensitive to the global pandemic that we're we, you know we're all dealing with in different ways right now however <laughs> did it have to be so earnest like people walking around the empty streets of belgrade and singing and shots of people in face masks and you know i was hoping for a bit more frivolity Mm, yeah it was very sincere wasn't it very sincere and why they only play 30 second clips of all the entries no well they ain't got time they ain't got time for a a full three minutes of the time they had the whole evening blocked out no one's got any other content to run up there we're running out of tv shows as it is yeah that's true it could have been fine to play all of them i was quite gutted about that because it didn't give you enough opportunity to really get into the yeah, song yeah i i had this theory that i sort of drunkenly worked my way through last night with you the actually the th- one of the main things that makes Eurovision as great glam and garish as we that we love it for yeah. is more the the performers and the entrance the artists who come on stage and do their thing because it's such a wide variety of like different types of different genres of music different styles different styles of performances different just people 
Um, and the stage, the thing that makes it amazing is, is, is this huge, really impressive stage um, and really, you know, the best staging in the world and the best TV presentation in the world. And when you take away those artists and that creativity of the people on the stage, it is sort of just a very slick uh, kind of live TV show, effectively, then. Yeah. Um, so obviously, you know, we couldn't have all 41 performers on stage performing live. And, and that obviously, uh, you know, or definitely took away from it in, in that respect. But I think that sincerity is obviously partially to do with them being very safe. Uh, because yeah. you don't want to, you don't want to upset anyone in these times. But also a lack of the creative, showy performers. I know, but Italy, he sang his song in the Colosseum, didn't he? I know, yeah, he did do that. That was pretty that was good. Gorgeous. Uh, one of my stick them all in an empty, <laughs> empty auditorium and get them to do it. Great fun. Speaking of Colosseums, one of the more bizarre moments of the night was when yes. they just had a, a three-minute montage of buildings in Europe. <laughs> but it was Whilst, like... Was that while the string version of Love Shine Light yes, was playing? Yeah. Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> that was one of those moments where you're like, oh, this is where we're at. In Like, this is entertainment now. We're at the point where we can now say like, oh, back in my day, we just had to get by with, uh, with video of buildings for three minutes for entertainment uh and and make do with that it was uh yeah it was a bit of a surreal moment that one <laughs> and one of the other best bits of the evening for me was also i think it was Diodato. i drank a lot last night so i can't remember all the intricacies of everything but it was before one of the singers when the dutch uh presenter said and you're going to sing this for only for me and my right leg <laughs> which <What>? is which- <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds like it's a saying that exists, but I, it's because she had a like a, I haven't heard it a slit in her dress, right? And she had her right leg showing. <laughs> was that it? Was that the joke? I think that was it. She just made make oh, make your point it that her leg was there. That oh my made god, me laugh I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I also laughed a lot at um, Angry Georgia when he, he his moment of silence was barely half a breath. <laughs> the shortest <laughs> moment of silence in the world he spent a long time talking and then not very long with his moment of silence so so serious so serious so serious don't mess with georgia they they are very serious uh yeah that was interesting i uh although it although it was overly sincere um man's just looking down the camera lens into your soul uh is always going to be a highlight for me um he sung his acoustic version of heroes which again, very sincere, um, but I could have put it on mute and just watched him looking at me and that would have been fine. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, lovely Marns, lovely Marns' lovely eyes in his lovely London garden, Yeah, <laughs> gorgeous boy. Um, although I got a text, I got a good text from Benj, our friend, your friend of mine, oh. Benji, um, when that was on saying, I just screamed Mans, then saw the word acoustic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's li- we're limited in what we can do, but, uh, you know, it's nice. To, it's nice that they roll him out every, every year for a bit of a, bit of a Mans. <laughs> Junior Eurovision got a good showing as well, didn't they? I know. The yeah. little faces, little, little faces in squares. Yeah. Uh, 
in one of the music montage elements. <laughs> you that really was liked great. that one, didn't they? Sung Hallelujah and... with uh, with one of the original singers of that song is that right i think it was one of the originals uh and yeah all the kids were singing along in in boxes it was it was uh <laughs> that was great i also very much liked um this year's winner vicky telling us all to make your dreams come true dream a lot she just said lots of things about dreams <laughs> she really have did. dreams dream big make your dreams come true dream a lot yeah cheers vicky <laughs> write down your You're dreams. how old 15 if that come on vicky <laughs> uh, yeah, that was interesting. Uh, f- funnily, uh, oh wh- my god, I sent you a voice note last night. Actually, oh, following that that hallelujah one of what Graham said at the end of it. <laughs> what did he say? That Can was you- something that you know we've laughed at it over the years, but tonight doesn't really feel like the night. <laughs> <laughs> He was good. He, we, would have, he, we would have laughed at that other years, yeah. and actually, in our in the privacy of our homes, we did also laugh yeah. at it this year. Yeah, too. yeah. <laughs> definitely having Graham, uh, you know, really did uh, really did make it feel more like Eurovision. Uh, he was just witty and slightly he cutting enough and he got a big he got a big mention didn't he he got a yeah he got his... big shout out to our Graham boy yeah he's good isn't he. So I found another voice note. Oh, it's the me and my right leg bit. Oh, that was also that same um, interaction also had the presenter say the line, what is your hope for the future? I guess music. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Music Why didn't they pre-record all of it? I don't understand. Did they want to try? And, it was because they wanted to keep with like the the mindset of Eurovision. You know, it's a night and we're all together and it's live and. Da, but, da, but I don't understand. They could have just pre-recorded everything. There was no need to have any of that live. Yeah, they. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, because uh, Diodato's was obviously pre-recorded and Mans was pre-recorded as well. Yeah, so why weren't uh, the interactions pre-recorded? And there was no voting or anything like that. It had been like less that. stilted. Yeah, there was no public interaction. There was no voting. Uh, yeah, there was nothing like that. So I don't know why, why it was. Very strange. I don't know. <laughs> Best bit of the night, though, was um, when it ended. <laughs> Not because it ended. But when it ended at the end, when it had all of the singers singing Love Shine a Light, and then the final shot was of Katrina holding a poodle. <laughs> that made it. And I, yeah, we were saying like that completely sums it up is no matter how sincere you can try and be, someone's going to turn up with a poodle and just like completely rip out the carpet from under you. And uh, <laughs> it was very great. This is Graham's words. It was very well intentioned. Yeah, it was. It and was very well intentioned, and it was a lovely. It was a lovely experience. <laughs> I think if I hadn't have had you on Facetime and Benji to text the entire time, I probably, to be honest, I probably would have got a bit bored. Yeah. Um. But I had two very big Eurovision fans to interact with the entire time. But I know that people who had been watching, so some of my friends who, you know, they like Eurovision, but they're not as psycho as we are about it, that they were watching it at home with their parents. They watched the pre-show, great. Then when I asked them about the actual show today, they were like, oh, yeah, we got about halfway through and then we got bored and we switched. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a bit sad. Yeah, it wasn't as, they couldn't, 
it it didn't feel like a celebration. Well, I don't know. It it didn't feel like a party celebration. It felt like an honouring more than a, celebra- a celebration. I'm glad they did something. Uh, it would have been a shame for them to just do nothing. We would have had this sort of weird. <gasps> no, that would have been awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was always going to be tough to do. And you know, given that technically on a technical level, the Stu, you know, I imagine it was very limited in, in terms of ha- what they could do and how. Uh, you know, they they pulled something pretty uh, technically complicated and difficult off off very well. So at least they got that going for them. <laughs> mm, exactly. The A to Z, the A to Z thing with Ryland. I'll be honest. By that point, it was all a bit of a blur. Uh, oh, so on occasion, it was it was actually perfect because you occasionally just see like uh, uh, Valentina on screen, and you're just like, "Oh, it's Valentina!" And then you'd kind of tune out for a bit, and then <laughs> oh there'd be yeah, and because else. none of the letters actually really matched up with <laughs> what they were they. talking about, it meant that you could really easily drip in and out of it, yeah, uh, yeah. without having to understand what was going on yeah i think it'd be fun to watch again on iplayer and just have have in the background like a couple of times you could probably watch that and uh and enjoy it in the background if you have access to the bbc iplayer of course um, oh yeah if you do definitely give it a watch because it was very fun yeah do you know what i did afterwards once it all done yeah i um made a lip sync video for <gasps> benji of me doing both parts of that's eurovision oh <laughs> mate i set up my camera on my tripod attached it to Oh man, I kind of really want to see currently it. Currently in my room to get a good shot so he could see all my dance moves. <laughs> and actually, it was pretty spot on. He saw it this morning. He was very happy, and he said that he said um, that his boyfriend said he could watch this every day. Oh, well, lucky for them, they can because <laughs> it's the video that they own. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> yeah, I um, I danced around my uh, apartment. I listened to some very loud and apologies to the neighbors but it wasn't that late here uh it was like 6 p.m uh some very loud uh eurovision playlists and then yeah and then i and then i started watching uh eurovision 2016 which was great fantastic i can't i can't i was so amazed at eurovision 2016 i'm i'm astonished that that eurovision was a performance in the semi-final it wasn't even a final performance because they did love love peace peace uh, in the final, uh, but I'd completely forgotten that, that that only made it to the semi-final in terms of their uh, midway performance uh, and wasn't in the main show. It was incredible. It was, yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Roland still, just still absolutely loving 2016. Absolutely loving it. Well, this is all we're going to be doing for you today. We just, we just thought we'd have a little review about last night, as we normally would. Obviously, there's not a full show or a winner even no. to to discuss, but I. Uh, we're going to be back next week. We're going to do one more episode. We have decided. Yes. Did we agree that? Yeah, yes, we did. We that. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to do one more episode um, next week. And then that will be the end of this season, I'm afraid. Yeah. Um, but we're going to be back. The podcast isn't ending. We've we've had some good drunken discussions last night about <laughs> a new direction yeah. for the podcast. So um, TBC, you're going to have to wait and find out what that looks like. But maybe actually we're going to be tapping some of you up Mm. for some support through that process. 
but we'll be we'll be back next week and we'll do all the normal stuff then so listener stories nope that's not even the correct thing to say I'm <laughs> that's coming, a new feature <laughs> we will do um any emails we've had some lovely emails this week so mm. i definitely want to we want to talk about those in next week's episode um there'll be a little little part two surprise from me Ooh. i'm sure you're gonna know what that's gonna be <laughs> and roland's gonna have a lovely song yeah i'm working well. on that at the moment working on that yeah all right all right then everyone well however you enjoyed your eurovision uh on saturday uh i hope you did it well and i hope you found some comfort and enjoyment from the night but in the meantime we will see you next week goodbye stay safe goodbye